Dumpster Dive with me, Kix Hamlet, and it's just me, Kix Hamlet, not my other half. I'm flying solo today, but happily with the dearest and nearest, nearest and dearest of my heart. Say hi. Hi, Kix. I love you so much. <laughs> oh, by the way, it's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when you, I told Kix, if she comes a calling, I come a running. I don't care if I had my phone and had to pull over somewhere. I'm like, Kix, I will make sure it is quiet in the car. We're going to record. <laughs> well, the the scenario you, we are recording is much different than your typical background, but I'm happy you're here and I really appreciate it. You see my, wait. Yeah, these built-ins. And they're Ikea, so they can look built-in. I, The internet is not only the devil's taint, it's also God's <laughs> bosom. Okay, God has a bosom. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. And like they show you how to make them look like built-ins. So I haven't it's done It's gorgeous. It. And yeah. I'm so glad we're talking about this because no one can see it. <laughs> yeah. Look, well, look. I, I'm, I'm bad about that. I do bring up things that are strictly visual. Right. Um, well, you see those two drawers, right? I like the glass look. Before, in our apartment, they weren't apartment. In our, in our old townhouse, no one could see them. Now they're in a part of my room, and that's where, like, my bra is on my lingerie. So I'm like, but then I'm like, it's my room. So when people come to visit, I mean... But recording wise, it's just funny. My big old bra. <laughs> oh, this is this going to be like the setup bras and lingerie Peloton bike. You, you see, <laughs> I have to figure <laughs> out where that's going. Of course, like I don't mind that it's up here, but you need to figure out where it's going. Oh so I need gosh. to figure it out. Well, well, thank you so much for being here on this gorgeous week of Jen's arrest anniversary. Yes. Like, yes. I wish it would have happened on the fourth because, you know, that's the anniversary of my birth. So. <laughs> You could have been, it, it was such a day for us. Like, really, I, I would have, you if you don't think I would have dressed up as Jen Shaw and did some sort of video. I mean. She has the braids. Really, it changed a lot. Yes. It changed our lives. Like, <laughs> not to be overdramatic. What were you doing? Like, do you remember where you were? Who texted you? What were you doing? Okay, yes, because I was in Atlanta. The stint that I lived in Atlanta in, I was there with my partner at the time alone freaking the fuck out and he's like i don't care (laughs) and you're like you don't understand this is traumatic and dramatic and revolutionary that's what i meant (laughs) i was sitting at my desk and i was going to be recorded get ready to record with kendrick and me and chelsea and somebody sent it to me and I immediately sent it to them. And then it was just like, boom, phone was on fire. <laughs> or, or they this, sent Yeah, it this to was me. definitely pre our group chat. Yeah, I was just going to, if that was our group chat, we would be up 24 hours nonstop. <laughs> FaceTiming. FaceTiming. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't often answer FaceTimes, but whenever somebody from our group FaceTimes, it's like, yes, we get to see each other. I know it's so fun. Well, uh, speaking of hot off the press, I just got a hilarious text from Tom and I's dad. This is so iconic. He goes, canceled the Patreon. Let me know when you're back on. Okay, dad. Dad, you, not- can, you can still like, you know. <laughs> yeah, when you're logged, when, you- <laughs> when you're back, when you're back on, I'll, I'll, I'll. 
contribute again. Like the five dollars is like, <laughs> like supporting your like children's endeavor. So thank you, Dad. Oh my God, hey, he's gonna listen to this. It's so funny. Oh my that, God, that is okay. hilarious. So what are you watching right now? That non housewives, housewives reality TV. What's going on? Okay, I am caught up with Jersey, so I'm watching that. I am. I do. I do have to say the women do look good with with all of everything that's going on and i know even jen kind of feels like a certain way about her nose i will say all the women look good though like to me they all look good um so i'm watching jersey summer house oh my mm-hmm. gosh i don't like the way i'm starting to feel like in a good way like i'm looking forward to watching it now i like to be one of the cool people that's like <laughs> haven't watched three weeks it's, it's on my to <laughs> yes and now i'm like I told you guys in the group chat, a part of me wanted to wait to watch it until next week. So that way I could watch them like back to back. So I'm watching Summer House. Candy and the gang, I am behind two episodes Mm -hmm. on that. Um, OC, I'm behind two episodes and I'm only watching that because like when I go through everything else, even my non-Bravo stuff, that's last. But I like listening to Heather Dubrow's recap every Thursday Mm -hmm. just to see what she says and if I'm like is she telling the truth Netflix young rich and African when I tell you kicks you would die uh, DJ Richie I remember seeing it Mm -hmm. and the DJ Richie recaps it and I was like oh you talk about wealth you talk about like housewives on another level. For instance, one of the ladies is so in love with her husband, which is a good thing, right? But I mean, she's, <laughs> she's so in love with the husband that, the listen to what I'm saying, the husband has five kids. Her child was the mm-hmm. fifth kid and she was with him the longest. So huh. they're so in love and- Math, math the math on that is quite it's easy. quite easy. And so some of them are from like Nigeria here, but they all go to Cape Town. And they meet up. You can tell, you know, like the housewives is always centered around one person. So you can tell that this show is centered around this one lady. And so she sees the way the lady talks about her husband. And then her husband called and she like lights up and it's like, it's him. Girl, the lady in the confessional was like, um, I can't, I can't do the voice. But basically she's like, I don't know about Annie. There's something hidden there. And I see how much she loves her husband. She has shown me her weakness. I got oh. chills. I did the same oh my thing. God. I was like, I even got Corey watching it. It is so, when I tell you, they are not afraid to go head to head. Like, it is so good. So I'm watching that. I just finished um, Vice Principles. It's by the same people who wrote my show, The Righteous Gemstones. And a lot of the same people mm, are I in it. I love Righteous Gemstones. Okay, so Uncle Uncle Baby Billy is in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Jesse Gemstone is in it. They're, the one that plays their sister is in it. It yeah. is oh so my good. God. And the ending is like, wow. So we're watching is that. Is it on HBO? Yes. Oh my God, you have to watch okay. it. It's called Vice Principles. They only did two seasons. But I will say, this is one of the only shows that we just finished the last episode yesterday. It it needed like even though it was only two seasons they wrapped everything up as they should have that's it was good. real good yeah it was good okay, so i'm just I'll watching that. Watch that and then i think that's it i'm trying to get into more like unscripted or scripted that's like real like i really want to get over to jocelyn's cabaret <laughs> i still haven't made my way oh my god do you think that's going to come back after all the accusations i don't know and i don't like i do care about jocelyn so much because i find her 
insane, but never watched a moment of her on television, except the dub- double homicide. <laughs> Who are you coughing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a podcast today, a crime podcast, and they said something about double homicide, and I literally laughed out loud. All you can think about now. It's literally all I can think about. But you know, I mean, Tom is a, loves Jocelyn Cabaret. He's gonna do an episode of where he. I'm not there, and you guys can just talk about Jocelyn's Cabaret. Well, you guys got so, or maybe I should be there just to enjoy to the, enjoy the commentary. With the audience. Well, I did that with you and Tom's episode. Oh my gosh, I don't remember the guy you spoke to, but it was about Drag Race. Well, y- y'all talked about everything. But it was a guy mm-hmm. who had worked with RuPaul and he talked about Yes, yeah. That episode was so, so good. I listened to both, I, mean, I listened to it twice and it got me wanting to watch Drag Race. So mm-hmm. I told you that I went, you know, I went to a bachelorette party recently and yes. we were at a club-ish, you know, for New Orleans, a club, right? Yeah. And I was like, is this my introduction to a drag show and they were like this is not really what it's like it was like everyone is beautiful all shapes and sizes i truly believe that oh god <laughs> but what i saw that night i was like i know okay at drag shows do they sing the songs or do they lip sing the songs and dance to them it depends most i would say like 80 percent of the time they're lip syncing and dancing and going to get money and doing okay like- bits and so i've seen clips from drag race and i would like to Mm -hmm. see that what i saw it it wasn't actually sing they didn't actually sing they barely mouthed the words to the song and it was just a lot of basically just almost like walking up and down the little the little space that they had and just taking off their clothes (laughs) and wanting you to touch their i don't even know if i could say this wanting you to touch their male apparatus that wasn't you mean yeah their dildos great Uh uh-huh Oh, interesting. And I was dancing with one until he like popped it out. And I said, well, wait. And at first I didn't know. You said, well, wait. Yeah, because I was like, I, I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was. Listen, I'm all about pronouns. So I, but I was, clearly you don't know how they identify, right? And he was, they weren't mm-hmm. dressed as a woman. So I'll say they. But they had on a, like a costume, like, like a fake chest and like yeah. fake bottoms. So from afar in a dark club, you might think that it was a male. So mm-hmm. they walked up on me and I was like, yeah. And so then they reached in their pants and pulled out what looked to me like a real penis. And I said, now see, that's where I stopped. Cause I don't know. <laughs> so I said, I, I shook my head and just said, no, no. And he moved, they moved on. Good, good. But good. it was, I mean, they did, uh, I applaud them for even like, that's a tough crowd. Cause they don't know what they're coming. Like it's going to be hit or yeah. miss. And that's, if it's like, it's either going to be like fun time, yes. open-minded, yes. or it's going to be like raging homophobic. Uh, there was a lady <laughs> next to me. She said, I'm from Texas. And I, she leaned over to me and said, I'm from Texas and I support, but I just wasn't prepared. I just wasn't ready. Okay. Well, we appreciate being open and honest. Right. Like, but then it was like the look. And I looked over because her expression was so, her mouth was open, her eyes were big. And I wanted to be like, okay, like, come on. It's not yeah. that. Lighten up. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was cool to see, but I would like to see, you know, one that sort of like drag, like, like when I hear people say they're going to drag brunch, something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, when you come to New York City, okay. we'll, we'll do a full day. Cool. 
I'm excited. Okay, so I have to ask you, I assume, just because I know, <coughs> have you seen the Atlanta trailer? I wanted to go in with no expectations, and mm-hmm. I did. And I am so mad because somebody commented, this is like Atlanta of old. And it truly, for some reason, felt that way. It truly, in a good way. way. Yes, in a good way. Like, (laughs) you should have seen the look on your face. Like, you better say it's in a good way. uh, Are you about to say bad? Because it looks amazing. It looks so good. Okay, can I honestly tell you one of the first thoughts that popped out at me? Sheree's still not paying the people. Like, that's still a storyline. You're still not paying (laughs) people. She's carrying these storylines. This man. Her clothing line yes. and not paying people. Not paying people. <laughs> I'm like, remember when her and Marlo got into it and she was like, you the one writing bad checks and Neiman Marcus, they won't even take a check from you. <laughs> you sleeping on a mattress. Oh my God. So I'm excited. Oh my I- God. Well, I'm excited that Marlo's full time. Mm-hmm. I kind, I was kind of like, I could live with her being yeah. like a friend of. She's an incredible friend of. Yes. The best of the best, truly. Yeah. But from the trailer, I was like, oh, she's telling her story. Like, because like with being a friend of, you're not always like, of course, like you don't get a lot of the family interaction. Right. She's like giving the family. All of it. And that's what I I hope that. I hope that she's not coming on thinking that in order to keep her peach, she's got to even manufacture drama. I want the real authentic her story stuff. You know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to see. I'm so excited. I'm nervous about her and Candy's fight. Yeah. Because I heard it goes low. And somebody, um, you know how they have all these sources. Somebody said, basically, she said that Blaze was like a test tube baby or something. And I was like, if that is the case, you know, they will lift you up to take you down. And that is not going to be good. Also, if that's the case, then like, okay. But like, why are you like using that in a fight? Why that's bad? Because what if somebody were to tell, she feels like she's a Monty. What if somebody were to tell her where you're not a mom? Like that would suck because she is a mom to those boys. So, and I'm wondering what Candy is going to say to her because Candy said we both went low. And then when she's like, if somebody wants to say something about me sucking dick in the locker room, I'm like, so do they mean like high school or were y'all somewhere? Yeah, we're getting like, like, when was this? Like all of shots are being fired from like every yes. different direction. Yes. It's like, wait a minute, Drew. Drew might not be corny this year. When she was like, arf, arf, here and through the bone, I was like. She's like going to bring her second season. I feel like she's going to break the break the what is it i don't know curse break the curse of the second season me too because from the trailer she's like bringing the drama and of course she's still having drama with her trashy husband i tried i tried to stick up for him last year i tried to say maybe he was all those things that he did and then the nice part of it maybe he was all that whether that makes a good human we don't know but then to see it's still it's still a problem it's still a problem like i I just don't and and i didn't feel like they put all the good moments in a trailer oh of course not i will also say they've been so good about keeping things quiet nothing the only thing we've heard and and it's because candy said it and then people started reporting on it was the Mm -hmm. thing with her and that's it and oh and then drew she's done interviews and she's like sanya is interesting and they had a bit of 
friction. Now, I remember Sanya, I, I forget, I keep forgetting how to say it, but me and Corey watched her reality show that she had about when her husband was training her to run again. Oh. And her whole- I didn't know she had been on reality before. She had her own reality show and her whole family was on it. And so when they show that part in the trailer with her speaking like in like with, with her accent and saying like, she's mm -hmm. not a friend, I said, they might want to ease back because Sanya comes with a whole family and I'm like a whole <laughs> cousins like Drew. But I also think that Drew was trying to be a persona last year in a way. And I think Definitely. this year she, like you could said. see like her shoulders were back a little yes. bit. Like she was like ready to perform. Yes. yes. I mean, she is an actress. So she was like, she was like a little bit too on. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. Reel it back. Like we want to see just like you being a human. Yeah. We want to see like, and whether it's good or bad. <laughs> and I think that's what I'm starting to appreciate because, you know, I have a hard time with villains. Because <sighs> I agree with you. Why me can't too. they just, I'm saying me and you are the same. Like, why can't they have, I can understand moments, even with like, I don't know if you saw Jersey, but with Teresa and Jersey and the stuff that she said mm -hmm. about Marge. Yes, they say it's body shaming. I can understand that we have human moments where sometimes you're so mad you say stuff. But like when that's mm -hmm. like your character, it's like, okay, like. Kenya. Kenya. I have I have not been able to ever get into her. Ever. I can't be oh, the only time there's an inkling of like being team Kenya for me is at the reunions because she's I mean that's why she's so good yeah. for television. Yeah. Is because she is <laughs> so such a nightmare like yes. during the season. Yes. And but like at the reunions you're like, "Oh, I kind of I see where you're coming from." Right. It literally happens like clockwork. Yeah, every time. time. You know what I was thinking about? I was literally thinking about this thing with Marge and, you know, talking about the cheating and all that. And then I started thinking about Atlanta. And then last, I started thinking about Beverly Hills last year when people were like, Kenya would have brought the flight victim families, right? <laughs> and Kenya has a way too of making people forget like that issue with her and Tanya. People always talk about, well, the reason. Kenya brought the cookie lady with it's because Tanya showed the wig but I'm like y'all forget they were at dinner and she and Kenya was like doing her Kenya thing would you want to know if your husband a fiance was cheating on you and and Cynthia and Candy knew that Kenya was talking about Tanya because then they showed a clip that they hadn't showed before they knew about it and Portia was like I don't is she talking about me because her and Dennis had had that thing right and so Kenya kept pushing it, kept pushing it. And then after the trip, when they all went to the spa, Kenya, uh, Candy and Portia were like, she was talking about you, girl. And that's why she was like, oh, she wants to talk about me. Let me show you what she, so I'm like, Kenya girl, she, she's so loud and her presence can be so overpowering mm -hmm. that she kind of sort of wiped out the thing that she did there. And inst instead focused, I brought the cookie lady because you showed my wig. Yeah, she's good at redirecting the conversation. Yeah. And I also say she is she can dish it like crazy, but she can also. Yes, take she can. Too. Like she's not it doesn't it's not one sided. Like I'll give her that. When you look at her dad, <laughs> we already know she went through with her mom. But when you look at her dad, it's no wonder she can take it. Do you remember a couple seasons ago? It might have been her first season back after Mark, maybe or the season before that. And mm -hmm. she picks him up. And he's like, look at you with your old ashy feet. I said, oh my God. And then I thought, well, she must be ashy because remember when Portia was like, 
with your ashy feet. Bye, ashy. <laughs> Maybe she misses her feet sometimes. <laughs> oh my god! But so she can. I'm well, saying that to say her dad would say any like whenever he's been on says anything to her, and then with her having to deal with her mom ignoring her, that has to. She formed clearly a shell, you know. Right. Yeah, she's excellent. I'm excited wait. for. I'm so excited. So it premieres May first, I think. Yeah, or May May. I thought May 11th, but it might be May 1st. I hope it's May 1st. I don't know. Doesn't we'll find out. Maybe that's May 1st. It's Beverly Hills May 11th. Because something, aren't they both coming back? But I, yeah, we haven't seen a trailer for Beverly Hills either. So maybe it's like we'll see the trailer April 11th because it's like a month Oh, away yeah. I'm not but looking forward to Beverly Hills I'm trailer. I'm not really either. Do you believe that what Sutton saying that Kathy was nice to her Kathy assistant? Kathy said... Well, Tom and I talked about this last week, but right after we stopped recording, there was Sutton was in someone's comments yeah. and like, no, that's not actually true. I saw do you believe it? I don't I do. Right, I because see, why would I, she... it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like she's old and rich and white and blonde and has everything handed to her literally yeah. on a silver platter, like not even metaphorically. Right. <laughs> like, Here you go. Like I it doesn't and she hangs out with the Trumps, yeah, like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she's a little bit more kind. Oh, but that doesn't mean so she you believe she not... said it? I was wondering if you no. believe Sutton. Oh no no no! I believe Kathy. Okay, said it. yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. It, it, yeah, and that would make sense mm-hmm. to me. But I don't know. I mean, I'll watch it I'll, because because why, like why would we ones. not? Right? Is that yeah? Exactly. I mean, the only thing I'm not watching is OC, which I thought. <laughs> so it was revealed to me as a co-host to a reality tv podcast i had thought we had stopped talking about oc intentionally turns out we have just talked about oc when i've not been on here <laughs> not can you i know what you're gonna and say i'm a hundred thousand episodes behind <laughs> so can you start out with someone in a certain someone in the group chat and the question that was asked which led to this amazing moment was it you? Yes. Did you ask about who's watching OC? And I said, oh, I'm not. The last episode I watched was like someone yelling in the back of someone's house, the doctor's house. And Tom goes, kicks. <laughs> <laughs> As um, a reality TV podcast host, we are covering it. <laughs> so that was I just, amazing. <laughs> because I read it in your voice. And I read it in Tom's response in your voice and his voice. <laughs> I texted him separately and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I genuinely thought we just had stopped talking about it. And he was like, No, mostly I'm giving you shit, but no, we are actively right, talking right. about I, it. I, I listen, that goes back to I mean, clear clearly y'all's chemistry, brother and sister, but that was so funny. And that was such an authentic moment. And it also says a lot yeah. about OC, like. It's a slog. I feel like, I don't know if I'm one of the only people, cause I know there's other people out there. I like Heather. I like, okay, so I like that she owns her pretentiousness. Mm-hmm. There are times though, and I know that she wants to control her image, right? So- And her narrative. And her narrative, and her story, yes. Yeah. And that's the thing that gets me because podcast Heather and show Heather are totally different. Hmm. And like she talked about her relationship with her mom and she's talked about, you know, 
wanting more sex with Terry and Terry at first not, you know what I mean? Like, so she shared things like that, that I don't think she would ever share on TV. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the disconnect for me. Can you be that Heather? Right. Because I mean, while obviously it's a television show, we do assume when we watch people's lives, we assume that this is their real Mm -hmm. life. I mean, I feel like it's different though, with at least Beverly Hills, like those women, I mean, Rena has said that she puts on a yes. show every time. Rena is a personality. It's like, okay, that makes you more unlikable that, to me. But, yes, same. And so I feel like that's kind of with Heather too. It's like you can tell, again, it's a Drew thing of like, I'm, I'm on set. I'm here. I'm going to put my chest out and like drink champagne yes. and not show any flaws. And it's like, no, yes. we want to see like this, like real authentic part of you. Yeah, I think I, I love yeah. her. I do think she's the only reason I even watched four episodes. <laughs> Me too. She's the only reason I came back this season. It's, it's yeah. for her. And I like, I think the real, the realest part of Heather that we see on the show is with her kids. You know, when her daughter yes. talked, did you see the episode? Was that one of the four when her daughter talked about when she came out, her 14 year old and uh, she was on Instagram and somebody saw the flag and they were bullying her and Heather was like yes get don't let them stop you get the biggest flag I mm-hmm. thought that was amazing and then I didn't like when I understood that there was like a miscommunication but when Noella said you and your white fragility I was like well that's not or straight fragility I said well that's mm-hmm. not cool because people already don't like Heather and I truly think people are saying they think she's putting on an act of supporting her kids I don't know. Her kids look very. I don't think so. I think that also people grow and change. Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe at one point in her life, I don't know this for a fact, but maybe one point she wasn't open to Mm -hmm. it. But the second it gets close to your family and your life, you know, you become more open minded. That's why like like diversity is so important because like you're around people with different genders than you, different ethnicities, races, like sexuality. Uh-huh. And so that's how you like learn to accept. It's so much easier to learn and accept that yeah. way. So I kind of like, if she has a problematic history with LGBTQIA rights, okay. But like she's doing what she can right now. And I appreciate Me that. Me too. But again, I, to be totally clear, I don't know. About that. that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. She yeah. had said something on her podcast before with her old co-host and they were talking about affirmative action and her co-host was trying to explain like, you know, sometimes there are black students that could, or she said black and uh, people, uh, students of color, basically. And I'm paraphrasing it, but mm-hmm. um, that this helps them to be able to get in because the schools may not take them otherwise, right? And Heather mm-hmm. said, well, one, but yeah, but that's not fair to the smarter kid. And I mean, I immediately was like, this, I don't like what you just said, but her co-host was able to break it down to her and she was open to listening. So like you said, mm-hmm. there's people that could have had a, have problems with, like you said, LGBTQ plus rights, black people's rights to me, if they're on a different path now, I mean, there's a story of a, a man, me and my daughter were talking about it. He was, what is it called? A Klansman, but what's the, my God, what's the leader? When they're the leader, they're the, uh, uh, 
cannot think of it. It's something white. Yes, yes. <laughs> Obviously. So they're, they're the, uh, it's like captain or, or senior yes. or chief or something like that. Yeah. Yes, the leader. And the, uh, he had agreed to talk to a person. I forget what the context was of him having a conversation with this person, but uh, it ends up being a Black person that shows up. That And I believe he didn't know that he was a Klansman. So they had a conversation. Clearly they didn't agree on things, but he agreed to meet him again. And then he agreed to meet him again. And then he agreed to meet him again. And then he agreed to meet him again. And the black man had patience for all of that because he fully understood at first he wasn't accepting, but I'm listening. He since renounced, you know, uh, the Ku Klux Klan and wow. him, him and the black guy are really good friends. And he helps spread the message and is trying to recruit others to denounce the Ku Klux Klan. So to me, he, like, imagine if the black guy was like, nope, I'm not even going to have a conversation. And if, if the white guy was nasty, mm -hmm. of course, but he wasn't. Yeah. So just imagine if he had to root him off. Mm -hmm. So I just think, like you said, if they had a, a past problem, okay, like they're doing better. Yeah. You know? As long as we're all doing better, that's the point. Yeah. We all have had our biases and things that were like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't be doing that or saying that, you know? Right. Definitely. Well, I just want to keep going because I feel like there's a lot that happened this week. I'm, there's a lot of, I'm looking at my notes, by the way. I'm not ignoring keep, you. There's a keep lot of TV. What that happened, happened this week out of your effing mouth? Slap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yes, let's. Okay, I just want to touch briefly on Candy and the Gang because I just Ooh. feel like it was like a sleeper episode. Okay, so I didn't see this one, but I, uh, the, what I've seen online, and on it's IG, so people have been saying that. But yeah. this, I'm like, it's just refreshing. Yes. The whole show is just, and I, I know that they're going to do a crossover sh episode on Atlanta. Oh, they're okay. They're definitely going to, they do that all the time. the time. Like it would only make sense that they go to Blaze or yes. go to OLG or something yeah. and have like a and I think I again kicks me and you are a lot alike in our TV view and we don't necessarily I'm trying to learn to appreciate a villain but it's really hard but also I need sleeper episodes I can't I can't have all yeah, my episodes same. on the tent my, my, my heart like that's too much it's hard to it's watch. hard to like, watch I don't I don't want to watch no. them if they're like always at, at level 10 yeah. or level 100 yeah, it's like <laughs> this is too much I love brian and i watched the after show with candy and when he tells his story i was crying and what i love about candy i didn't always like her on the housewives and sometimes i'm still kind of like mm. um so she's kind of like in the middle with me but what i love about her it's uh different than lvp when like how people compare them oh, she's pushing yeah. for her staff to be in this entertainment world She's like, I'm so excited about the opportunities they're going to get from this. And I appreciate that. Like, she's always about putting somebody else on, you know. I, I've always been a Candy fan. Like, I don't know. I think it's because she's very neutral. Also, I, this is about to sound crazy. I recognize her personality a little bit okay. in myself. In the way she's so sensitive. Yeah. And she doesn't, like, put up with shit. And, like, how... She just, when she interacts with like confrontation, yes. I can see that in me because I can it's also either, snap. Yeah. That's yeah. 
She, I, I actually don't know her sign, but I want. I'm gonna Google it right mm-hmm. now. But I do think that I have always loved her, and I don't know why. But I'm. That's why I'm just so happy about Candy in the Gang because I think it's gonna be so good, especially with. I feel like they'll bring more. If it gets renewed for a second season, I, I feel think like she got three more. already. I'm pretty. I oh, thought she amazing. said. Mm-hmm. I feel like Blaze, like more Blaze people will come in too. Or what if they do one about Blaze? She like what if she two, tries? Like, <laughs> you know, Nini is seething right now. I know, truly, because they're not going to do a show about Nini's um, nightclub. <laughs> the Lanethia where they charge $20 to park in front of a Michaels? No. <laughs> like, do you own that? Are you allowed to do that? Like, are you allowed? I don't know. I think, can we, can our group chat take a trip to Atlanta? Seriously? Yes. And we need to go to the, to the Lanethia. I'm so down. Here's the thing. I left Atlanta because I tried to live there Mm -hmm. and hated Mm -hmm. it. But I'm willing to go back for a nice vacation. I'll be there in (laughs) April for my cousin's wedding. Like, these kids, my my daughter's senior prom is coming up. But also she has a talent show the Friday that we were supposed to leave. And she told me, like, thank God, right before I booked the flight to Atlanta, that's Friday. So my cousin's wedding is Saturday night at 6. So we're flying into Atlanta. 8.30 a.m. Oof. Yeah. It's probably quick. Yeah, that, two hours. Yeah. So I would fly. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, y'all. I had a Red Bull. Um, When I can catch. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like 6.30. But I, I know that I have to be up for a <laughs> what while. What are you doing? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and you also wake up at literally 4 a.m. I have to tell. Okay, so y'all, y'all listen to me, okay? I need list, y'all listeners, y'all lovely um, dumpster fires like me. That's what we are. We're your, we're dumpster fires. Your fans. We're, we're dumpster fires. They text that night knowing I'm asleep. I'm convinced they do it to me on purpose. And they know when I wake up, I'm going to fire off 37 texts at 4:35 a.m. And I, but it's probably in the shower. Yeah, I sh- I've showered with every <laughs> single person on that group chat. We are now in a whole new level in our relationship. I've peed with y'all not on the phone. Not physically showered, um, but yeah, not physically. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, y'all have met my children, so yeah, like every last one of y'all, we've had a personal thing. I can't wait yes. for you and Tom. I keep badgering him. When are y'all coming? I know we have to. As you can work as from here, kicks, if you need to on the weekend. I you can use the house to. Style I have no something. excuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's talk about Summer House because, woo, it came in like a it's wrecking ball. Like main housewife energy this yes. season. A flip. I have a lot of things I want to touch on uh, the obvious, but I also want to touch on a prenup. <laughs> Listen, okay. So much is going on. Paige, this prenup, Sierra, Lindsay, Daniel. Lindsay, the whole. Um, uh, the foot aka austin <laughs> so and i want i was screaming well not screaming in my head internally but i was saying amanda didn't you say you have a contract that you wrote up with your parents that if kyle does what he did before he would owe your parents for the wedding so why are you planning someone could say well you're planning for him to mess up i used to back in the day for a brief period of time like maybe 35 seconds said, Oh yeah. A prenup <laughs> is like, 
planning for your divorce. I don't. And then I was like out of that mindset. And I think sometimes it's the environment you're in and what you're raised Mm -hmm. to believe, you know, marriage is forever. God doesn't like divorce. Yes. Like he doesn't like divorce, but he doesn't want me to be abused either. So if I was being abused, I have a hard time believing he'd want me to stay. God would want me to, you know, stay in this. And sometimes People have to understand God doesn't always bring you to people. Sometimes you make the choice. I want this person. I know they're bad. Mm -hmm. And you get in the relationship and then you're like, oh, I got to get out. So I am in agreement with the prenup. Hey, I think I think they make a lot of sense. I mean, also, they own a They run a business together. I'm not sure if Amanda owns some of it, but regardless, like and I'm usually not on Kyle's side. I have two things with this. I think Kyle fucked up on bringing this up three months before their fucking that, wedding. And they've been engaged three years. I gave Amanda a point They've for also that. been together for a million right. at this point. Like, that is messed up. And to blame his investors. Like. And also, like, he's he's said that he's, like, owes a million dollars. Like, okay. It's just, then don't sign a prenup because then Amanda's money is your money. I was just going to say, if I was Amanda, I'd be like, bring on the prenup. And what I want included is that if something were to happen, I am not on the hook for this exactly. million dollars. But it is fucked up that it's happening three yeah. months before. And I'm trying to like, there was a moment when I was like, oh, maybe this is like for a storyline. But they're having so much drama without this. Like, it doesn't need to be there. Yeah. And I, without it, they're in shambles. Well, and I wondered if Kyle purposely waited to bring it up while they were filming because we know that Amanda doesn't necessarily like to do a lot of things on camera. Like, you know what I mean? Like, discussing sometimes yeah. they'll go in. So I'm like, oh, did he bring that up on camera on purpose to kind of gauge, you know, her reaction? Yeah, I, I think that it's was messed manipulative. up. Manipulative. Even like, I'm team prenup, but it is manipulative how it went about i don't care i mean yeah if it was a year ago sure but it's the three months before a wedding that has also been moved yes like you had i didn't even think about that were you thinking about this pre-covid like you are absolutely right I was ready to call you Amanda Sierra. You're absolutely Sierra. <laughs> I called you Amanda Sierra. Just going through the list. I'm so page. in Summer House. You are absolutely right, Kicks. It was moved. They would have been married by now. Wow. So it's just bizarre. Oh my gosh. Okay. He also, like, in his defense a little bit, again, he has invested, he's worked his ass uh-huh. off. He's also like 47. Yeah. So like things, his life is, his life experience is much different than a yes. But that does not excuse the fact he's a fuck boy and brought this up three yes. months before their wedding. And in the prenup, if I was Kyle, I would have, you cannot make my name two syllables. Kyle, that <laughs> is like nails on a chalkboard when she, Kyle, why is this on the floor? I was like, girl. She's bothering me this yes. And I usually I usually think I th- again, I think she's like a good neutral yeah. person in the house, but this season I'm like you're just annoying me. Yeah. But I liked is when she immediately got up and went to Andrea. You know what that fight reminded me of? You have Sierra, Danielle, Lindsay, all that going on. And then you have poor <laughs> Andrea crying and them getting up quietly to see him. Where were they at when it was Bethany, 
Luann and then Carol and, and somebody else was having a side conversation. And like, it was like one of the many Berkshires screen like fights. Yes, I'm sure. no, but they were out. I think were they in Miami or or Columbia? They were somewhere, and um, they brought up. I don't. I, now you're gonna make me go back and find it. But it was just like this is yeah. wild. The, this these fights going on. Well, the the the, um, the scales like extremes of them arguing the girls and then Andrea crying and okay I last week I was like back on board with Paige I've been like in and out with her Mm -hmm. I find her a little bit annoying and unrelatable yeah in a show that's supposed to be about like people you can relate to but then this episode she was so diabolical is the word that she keeps using that and I'm like, why is it that I don't know? I have I have so many questions because yeah. first of all, Danielle is going balls to the wall for her friend. Yes, a part which of me, I, I get, get a it. little bit. Yeah, because like, I have friends that if I had too a little too much wine, I've been there. I've screamed at someone before. Never a woman, but <laughs> I have a friend like that right now that I have to tell her I got it because she before I could even respond, she's like, and I'm like, I got it. Like, I'm going to, like, hootie who if I need, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it, but she's like Lindsay's interpreter, almost. And Lindsay knows that. Lindsay can speak for herself. She's not quiet. Right, at all. Can I say something, though? I could tell that Sierra, even even though a lot of the stuff she was slinging was BS, simply because of what happened in Winterhouse. Like, she she may have been able to get away, but also going on Watch What Happens Live, saying the stuff that she said, like, I'm just the better kisser. And like, so you kind of like shot yourself like in the Like we're like 15. Yeah. Yeah. But what, <laughs> for a brief second, she 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 got Lindsay kind of tongue-tied when Lindsay, um, she was saying, you don't know the relationship me and Austin have. And Lindsay was like, you don't know the relationship we have. And she said, well, that's because he wanted nothing to do with you in Vermont. So how would I have seen it? And Lindsay was kind of like moved her hand. Like she wasn't really sure. I was like, right. you're right. Like, yeah. like, I was like, okay, that's the one point. And then the other point, and but. Over this man who sucks. He is like a thumb. He is so, he didn't even know non-white people had to use sunscreen. It's 20. If you didn't know that 10 years ago, I get it. Five years ago, I get it. You don't think that she would have. And the words he uses, you little minx, you. I'm like, oh, these words work don't on girls. Like, like it, it's almost like that. He reminds me of just like a car salesman. Like, he's very. Oh, what if I. Car talk? salesman is exactly right. Like, slimy and slick. And when he said, what if I told you Lindsay kissed me on the lips? It's like, oh, you're used to playing these games. It reminds me of when that video, Madison, why are you being so crazy while he's in his drawers with two girls in his apartment? You know what I mean? So it's like. He is so annoying. It's so disgusting. But here's the thing. I don't get it for my person. And I've said this a million times, but I know a hundred of him from college that women for some fucking reason die for. And I, I don't know what it is. I think it's because. It's a Ben Affleck effect. Jennifer um, Garner said, he's light is so bright. And when he shines his light on you, he shines his light on you. You're the world, you're the sun. And I'm paraphrasing. 
But when he takes away that sun, you're left like cold in the dark. So it's like when he focuses in on you, you are his entire world. And you know, women and even men, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whether you're a man or a woman and when your partner or, or a person you're interested in makes you feel like you're the most beautiful, gorgeous, sexy thing. Cause yes, we should have confidence on our own, but there is something to be said when the person that you love makes you feel like a dangerous woman, something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what a fucking banger. Too. Yes. So now I want to listen to that. But um, so I think that's what he did to Sierra. Yeah. Because in Vermont, they had no choice. Like two weeks. I mean, it was COVID was still not in a place where. You could necessarily like go yeah. out. You're also in Stowe, Vermont, which is you're not going to go party on the weekends. I'm sure there's many local bars, but, yeah. you know, like so it's literally them too. two weeks. He's obviously not into Lindsay at the time. Yes. Um, and the stuff he was telling she, Sierra. Yeah. It's like, duh. I mean, it's like the. it reminds me a lot of like the church camp or camp like boyfriend. Yes. That you have like where it's like. You, for some reason, in two days, you're like, I have found the man I want to spend the oh rest my of my gosh. life with. <laughs> so for me, it was like vacation Bible school. Like even though when you get older, exactly. like teenager, and you meet that boy, like yes, yes, oh my and god, and they're giving you a lot of attention, yeah. and but they're like not giving you attention because you're literally like boy girl separated, yes. Yes. and you're like, this is my moment. This is like my rom. Yes. That's like literally Stowe, Vermont for her. <laughs> I remember being in 12th grade and or 11th grade, maybe even 10th. It was it definitely wasn't 12th. So it was probably like 10th or 9th. And um, it was on the lower end. And I wore like white stockings with my dress. And he was like, I like your white stockings. <laughs> Clearly, you still remember it. Exactly. Yes, I, okay, yes. Mine was sixth grade. I had a boyfriend for like two minutes in middle school. His name was Kyle. And then I went to church camp, but it was just a weekend. Okay. It was like just a weekend getaway. It wasn't like a full week. And this guy who I knew through like my grandmother's church, he was like, a, he was like two years older than okay. me. Nothing happened, but there was like, it was that. Yes. It was like, his name was like JT, JP, JD, something like that. And I was like, I think I love this man. <laughs> like, I literally left and broke up with my boyfriend when I got back. We had, I haven't talked to this person ever after that weekend. But it's exactly yeah. that. He could be, like, at the time could have been hideous. Right. I would have been like, this is it. This is he, the way he makes me feel. He loves my white stockings. And he's made me feel <laughs> great at camp mine was a convocation you know how like you go away and the different churches go to like these conventions yes that's exactly how ours yeah too. So, like thinking back when you saying that oh my god that's so it's, funny it's exactly it yes. <laughs> and now camp is over and we're back to our regular lives and sierra's still holding on to camp like it, it's easy because we're women we know it like so i did still feel a little bit bad for her even though Austin mm-hmm. did tell her, I don't know, you Definitely. know, blah, blah, blah. But I still felt bad because we, I feel like he was also, well, I can't even say that. I was going to say, I feel like he was also telling her stuff behind the scenes and maybe while he was there, but she admitted they hadn't talked either. Mm-hmm. You didn't talk this whole time? But I, But that's what I, because I'm the kind of person that 
one of the like biggest crushes feelings love at the time ever was someone that was so passive to me Mm -hmm. like they were like it was like they would come and be kind of like we would be out and about and touchy-feely and then a week would go by and I wouldn't hear anything and it I was like this is like this is our love story (laughs) my senior year in high school (sighs) same my ex-boyfriend's cousin that's a long story um but same and I felt like and it was the excitement And I remember Mm. my mom, like when I started dating Corey, she never wanted to, well, she was like, I don't even want to meet him because you're going to be with him, lose interest and then move on. And it was that, that chase for me, like the passive, like, and then when I could get him to fall, it was like, yeah, but there's only really two that I haven't been able, well, I've been able to get him to fall. Clearly we've been married for 20 years, but I still feel like. Are we still kind of dating like that? Which is kind of fun. But then the other one was my senior year and that wasn't a great love story. But I know what you mean. It's like, I'd be checking my caller ID. Oh, it's not him this week. But then when he calls, it's like, oh, you're coming to pick me up. I'll be ready. Yeah. Dumb. The worst part about my situation was he technically was my next door neighbor in college. By technically, I mean like I lived in the sorority house here. There was the parking lot. There was his fraternity what? house. And we, yeah, I mean, I won't reveal his name. Tom's okay. listening to this episode because he's going to um, edit it because I don't know how to do that. So uh, <laughs> my producer, my C priest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was like we run into each other. We had been friends. I'd known this man for most of my life at this point. And I was like, he wants nothing to do with me, but I love him. And this is our story. And one day we're going to tell That's literally... What Austin troll? Yes, is. and if the Austin troll, I like that. And if you're not careful, those type of men will have you sitting in a chair in a barbershop, taking the clippers, and giving yourself a number one to Caesar. Take it off because I can't. I don't. I don't know what that means. Okay. So, okay, picture. Okay, what? What? Will Smith? Haha. But like his low haircut. Like yeah. they have like a number one and number two. So like that could be a, C- I think a Caesar is a number one. Okay. The part. Cause Corey used to be a barber and I used to be like, oh, give little Corey a Caesar. Cause I like to act like I knew what I was talking about. My grandfather owned a barbershop. My brother is a barber. So all this stuff, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They will make you cut your hair off and start anew. If, if you lose yourself in them. So mm-hmm. you just got to fight through the pain. Anyone out there listening? Fight through the pain. It gets better. It gets, it gets better, better on the other side. <laughs> oh, oh, Sierra, if you're listening, it will get better for you. Yes. You're at 11 out of 10. Right. Like, this man is a six at best on his good on days. A, on his good days when he's silent. <laughs> like, that's it. He must have a, listen, he must have some good D. Like. I mean, he, okay. Or a good mouth. He keeps saying, that's what I was going to say. He likes to lick from front to back. Like as, a cat. His words, not mine. Right, his. right. <laughs> <laughs> and has now said that to Sierra and Liz. Yes. I'm like, when I see him, I'm like, oh, he's that. You gotta lick it before you stick it. Like he's. But I, it's it's shocking to me because he gives like, I don't eat. Yes. Because there are men that give. Pussy yes. Energy. <laughs> there are men that do that. Like, um, 
what's the um what the the producer yes dj khaled dj yeah if i was his wife like you don't be out here telling people that like but yeah he does give that energy so he must have a good mouth game i can't even imagine him having a good sex game he can barely walk you think he can stroke no (laughs) (laughs) somehow we always get back to sex (laughs) because you know right when you see a person you're interested in to me it's the whole package like Corey, just to me used to walk so smooth and he could dance Mm -hmm. and just like everything about him was just his friends gave him the nickname C Breezy because everything was just so like breezy about him. So that whole package was attractive to me, not just, you know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. he don't even look like, I mean, he's, oh, what if I told you she kissed me in the lips? Like, ew, get out of here. <laughs> it just makes me mad. But we forget she's like, she's younger than me. 25, she's like, yeah. 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 I'm almost 30 at this point. So a 25 year old, I'm like, that's right. Oh. You have so much life experience, yeah. which I'm like, and those those five years mean something. They do. And I think we forget sometimes because what we first learned about her was that she was a nurse in COVID. And sometimes mm-hmm. we look at, I associate a nurse with someone who's been like, tech, like, yes, she's 25 and a nurse because the years add up. She graduated high school, graduated college. But sometimes you think older automatically, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I always associate her with being older. But when you really look at her actions, She's, and she was quiet. Like, we didn't get as much of her last season as we are this season. So now you're like, yeah. oh. But I will say, and I've said it in our group chat, I want to explore her being with Maya more. There's something about Maya humanizes Sierra for me and makes mm-hmm. me okay with Sierra. Like, there's just something about Maya that doesn't. And I don't know if it's because there's like a sisterhood. When when Sierra said it's like a, like, sister and hugged her like some episodes back I liked that and I think Maya does that for her I also want to be the Maya meaning I lay in the middle of everybody so just know when we go on vacation together like how she was laying I'm laying in the middle of everybody (laughs) that's either going to be me or Tom because I can see Tom doing that also but the way she was laying in between Danielle and uh, I was going to say Steven what's his name Robert Robert yeah. But what's also interesting is Maya's friends. He's hot. Yeah, he is. He, and can cook. Hot. What's interesting he, is how's Maya. He has a business. Uh, isn't he opening the restaurant? Yes. And then she's doing the acting. His second, I think, because he's hot. He was like executive chef, yes. and owner of some restaurant. So I'm you like, know he can cook. That is a hot man. That's a man to throw a wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not to thumb. Yeah, that is a man to throw a wine glass. So we're not just, oh my. But the fight makes it a little bit more interesting when you think about their age for a second. Yeah. Lindsay is like 35. 10 years older. Maybe, yeah. 10 years is a, like. That's like being 10 well, years like, old and a 20 year old, really. Yeah. Like that's. Because 10 years when you're like 27, 37, doesn't feel that. Yes. Like, it's like getting, it's like, okay, 10 years when you're 40 and 50, nothing not yes. at all. But 25 or three or however she'll, to Lindsay's age. Yeah. I think she's 35. She is. Because she said she's 25 and I'm 35. So she didn't even know what a lobotomy is. It's definitely a lifetime. (laughs) Like, worlds apart. Oh my God. But after this, I have to send you this TikTok. Let me find her name and shout her out because she is 
fucking hilarious. Oh, okay, I got it. She's like behind everyone's favorite like uh, sound bites <gasps> on TikTok. But I posted her on my story the other day. Okay, I've got to. Um, I've got to start being on TikTok her, her, more. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna butcher her name, unfortunately. But um, she her TikTok handle is K H A E N O T. Bay. A minute. I should have pulled it up. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up right now. It's TikTok. And the other day, she posted something about lobotomies, and I was weeping. Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I show you what just came up on my phone? Wait, tilt it up. <gasps> okay. I said, get it, mama. <laughs> Wait. Once again, uh, like, not a visual media. No. <laughs> so what is it, K-H? K-H-A-E-N-O-T, Bay. Got it. She's fucking hilarious. Okay, anyway, she follow. made this funny TikTok. She was like, um, sometimes I got to so- tell myself, self, get a grip, because a grip got to be got. <laughs> <laughs> and w- I'm going to start saying that. Okay. Self- but the reason she was saying that is because she was like, I've been sitting here crying for 15 minutes about thinking about people getting lobotomies. <laughs> where did that come from i don't know like where did that come lobotomies like i could have said that to myself today i I had a day i had to get um injections in my right knee and i was doing so good and hadn't needed injections for about a year and a half Uh, but i need my magnes so like if injections are what i have to get it's what i have to get right and they only injected one but it's the one that was so painful like so, but I was, I was decided to sign up to deliver for shipped and people, somebody ordered something in an office building, gave me the wrong address, took me 15 minutes out of my way, then gave me the address to a building that has two towers South tower West. Are they upstairs? Ugh. Are they downstairs? So I left because I had an appointment mm-hmm. and I was texting them back. So I was just, I just downloaded on Corey today, everything that was in my brain and why I was just so stressed. And I was trying to get this bonus because I want to like just all this stuff. And then I was like, but I know I need to breathe. And he was like, geez, like when I told him everything that happened, yes, take a breath. But now get a grip because a grip, because a grip got to be got. That's going to be my thing. <laughs> I'm going to text when I'm feeling like that, I'm going to send you a voice note. Get a grip. <laughs> Because the grip gotta be got. the grip gotta be got. Honestly, CC Sierra, because get a grip. <laughs> We're gonna add her to our text chain. <laughs> yeah. If don't scroll up, Sierra. I have some thoughts about but you. But get a grip. Because like don't scroll up. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Speaking of getting grips, let's move to Jersey because what we can just touch on it for a second. Or a year. I don't care. I just love Jersey so much. It's giving. It's like, I'm, I was hesitant to watch it. I was behind. But it is giving. It it angers me to watch certain villains. So I can't. Like, you know, people hate watch. Mm-hmm. I can't hate watch, hate listen, hate follow. No, I can't. Um, there, I can hate follow. But everything else. No. I still follow Jen Shaw. And she's a monster. On stage? At the concert kicks? What? I said... What? It, like, is the, I, I was, I, no words. <laughs> uh, me too. Like, no words. I almost want to say thirsty, but then I almost can't say it because she's getting the opportunity. Like, 
But her outfit was so ugly. That's yes. What I can't get yes. It's like if you're gonna do it, the least of the things we should be talking about is your outfit. I mean, the picture that I sent you, and I was trying to figure out if she wrote it or somebody else when she had the cornrows going back, and somebody had put "It's the Black Girl Support for Me." Get the. I'm not even gonna go there. I mean, she stri- the her reunion antics. It's like, come on. She is good. She needs to be an actress. She do, like I honest like not even being funny. <laughs> she would be a very good actress. She may be one note and be <laughs> typecast, but she. It's, when I saw her on stage, I was like, I, like what I wanted to say was, whoever brought her on, is she backstage with y'all? You better watch your purse. Yeah, because she needs coin she needs at the moment, coin. as the kids say. She needs that coin. Like, girl, she's on stage with Lotto. What the? It was Lotto, right? Yeah. I, I don't have no words. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I can't even. I want to hate, and the part of me can't. And then the other part is like, girl, why? See, I hate follow her because it brings me a lot of joy when she reposts people saying like Team Jen Shaw. What is she going like, to do? Like justice, justice for the Shaw Squad. I'm like. <laughs> Okay. If that's what you think, <laughs> clank, clank. Who said that? The twins said that to, to Karen. To, yeah, Karen. But then um, that yes. season with the twins, clank, clank. To, oh, in Jersey. Yes. I wonder where those <laughs> twins are. And I wonder if one of their husbands actually did sleep with their moms. That was a rumor. Ugh. Victoria Gotti, when she made when she was on the show that time, told Teresa that. Jersey is bananas. <laughs> me, say, me saying so casually that Victoria Gotti <laughs> told Teresa that one of the twins' husbands allegedly slept with their mom. It's like a day in the life. Like, just where else would you find that? New Jersey. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Sorry. Florida. Like the video I sent you of the man dancing with the alligator in the river. If you haven't seen it, check the group chat. <laughs> I, I saw it. I, I just, I, am, I have no words. But the girl, the girls are giving. I, I, it's the fight with Margaret and Teresa is interesting to me because Marge, it's, I feel like she's made up in her mind, right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm not letting you just say whatever you want to say. But then you see Melissa say, I'm not causing a rift in my family or explosion over these tights. I'm tired of that. My fan fiction, I want Melissa to come in one day. And be like, you know what? I don't like you. I'm married to your brother. You get on my nerves. Yes, I know we have a, 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 a dirty past or whatever. I've tried to make up for it. I'm just giving her words. But I don't like you. And I dare you to do something about it. Like, that's it. Like, I put like, it on the table. It would make Melissa interesting. It would. And it would make her interesting if she, her charging Jen like now I'm embarrassed for you because you're not going to do anything. Don't you dare. You better never. It's like, girl, all those empty threats. Jennifer will put it's her like paws skip. on you. Yeah. Jennifer's going to put her paws on you. But somebody yeah, was Jen's saying. Someone that, yeah. No, go ahead. I, I was going to say Jen's someone that would go there. I mean, yes. because, like you're talking about her family. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm dying for Jen. I know that like. I feel like she is an incredible housewife. Yes, and I like feel she's like she's being perfect, honest. Like real housewives with a capital R, H, whatever. Yeah. It's just like. With her real story, so, you know, like with her yes. real story. And 
probably incredibly painful that this story happened 10 years ago pre-Housewives and it's being brought up on the show. And your garbage husband is proving himself to be a bad person. And literally, even if you can get past, if you can get past cheating, that's like, yeah, that's your that relationship. Happens, yeah. That's not my business. But clearly they just like put it in a box and. And he let her. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the streets in the words of Giselle are saying that possibly things of that nature could still be going on in their relationship. And I, a part of me wondered. If, is that true? And if so, is that why also the emotion is so raw? Like, I know that it's raw from 10 years ago because cheating, it could feel like it just happened yesterday and it could be 20 years ago. But a part mm-hmm. of me wondered, is that, I mean, because there's such a rawness to her right now mm-hmm. that we have never seen, right? A vulnerability to, uh, to her. And not in an annoying yes, way. Because a lot of times, like, vulnerability. Like, like Noella. Freaking hate going that word. A lot right now. Like every bachelor, bachelorette, yes. season, they use that word at fucking nauseam to put it politely. That I'm like, skip. And it's not like, all vulnerability ever again. Yeah, sometimes you're being transparent. There's a difference. You're telling your own truth. Yes. That's different than being vulnerable. Yes, and I think Jen is like, I don't, I, I don't know. I, she's so good this season, mm-hmm. and I find her incredibly likable. She's and I don't think she's a villain and I don't well she's she's a pot stirrer and a shit stirrer but she's also like dishing it and taking like, it giving it you know mm-hmm. it's in uh, taking it I mean yeah so I don't know I'm just having a nice time with her and it, it feels like she's been there forever yes and I wasn't at first because I think she was trying to in the beginning she was trying to excuse the actions that she did and now she's just like, yeah, I did it and I'm sorry. And this also yeah. hurt me. And we can hold two things. Yes, she was, whatever, whatever. But also she's now hurt. So I think right. in the beginning when they were like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? It was because she was denying things that she did. Now they're like, mm-hmm. okay, girl, you're being honest about what you did. And it was interesting to me that Teresa said, <laughs> Margaret started the rumor when we see Jen told the truth this season. Jen said it at the reunion. And I think sometimes we forget because they all came into the season hot and it was because of the reunion stuff. And then the Melissa cut Jennifer out of the picture. So Jennifer does the whole post calling crooked and a snake, calling Joe crooked and a snake. So, and that's all before the season. So they get into the season and Margaret or Jennifer, Jackie brings it up to Jennifer and Jennifer says, you're right. I shouldn't have said that, blah, blah, blah. I know it wasn't true, but then now you have Teresa saying it. And it's like, oh, you haven't got the episodes yet. You don't know that your homegirl. And see, and that's why I can't get behind Teresa in this moment. I used to really like her when Melissa and Joe came on because I saw what they were doing. Mm -hmm. But for you to stand there and lie when you know it's not true. And we've seen her do that in other moments. And that's Mm -hmm. why I can't get behind her out take your sweat take your uh workout line they should have set it on fire can you imagine <laughs> just walked away it would probably light quickly because it's all plastic yes. guys that so, would be so. so like that would be a move to have a lighter maybe not in the woods though because that might cause a forest fire yeah but to either or to like 
I don't know, spit on them. <laughs> Have you done a ropes course before? No, I think I might like to. They're really fun. Again, back to the church camp thing. We used to fuck with those at church For camp real? like all the time. Yeah. Okay. They were like, I also, li- I'm not, I like heights and I like doing all that kind of stuff. So I would do it to try it and say that I've done it depending on how high it was. <laughs> but I don't mind it. I like outdoor stuff, so I don't mind it. Like I would do a mud run and all that. Um, if I didn't have braids, so like if I, I would have to take my braids out and just do a bun so I could wash it out and figure out what I'm gonna do with my contacts, maybe wear goggles, but I would do like mud run and stuff. I think about all these things all the time. Prepared. Yes, like I think about, which is why going back, real quick, I hate that Andrea got kicked in the head by those girls at the same time, I understand why. If I got thrown, I got contacts, I got a phone, my hair might not have been prepared for that. Girl, when these braids get wet, they are a hundred pounds, okay? I would be... I got the ends wet in the shower the other day. <laughs> I almost cut Corey with them. Like, is it so <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I was going back and forth on Jersey. Um, I could do without Gia. Gia is one of them kids that. I just like leave the kids out of yeah. it. Not in like a drama way. Yeah. I'm like, I actually don't want them to. Like, Me neither. I don't want a Brooks. Stir the pot. I don't want a Gia. I don't want any other like of the kids. Like. I just the only time I want to see it is when they do ultimate kids. Yes. When it's like just Bravo kids. Can you imagine? That's the only time. That would be something. I and I think that Teresa uh, encourages Gia to do it. And the definitely the way she's in her confessionals, it's about time somebody sticks up uh, for me. And it's Gia. Maybe you need to take a lesson, Melissa. She wore your heavy sweatpants. So did Dolores. Like. Dolores sticks up for Teresa more than anyone yes. should. Yes. And I love Dolores. But like Teresa doesn't need people to stick up for her. She has literally the whole United States of America but, but, sticking up right for her. behind her because she went to jail. <laughs> and I, I understand. And a part of it, it's, I think it's they people romanticize what happened to her. And I'm mm-hmm. not being callous. She lost a lot of time with her mom that I, oof, I can't even imagine like losing an entire year, not knowing that your mom was going to pass. Outside of that, it's a circle of life. So that happens. Mm-hmm. And then your husband, what he did. So it's like things, everything hasn't always happened to her, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and But I think people romanticize it. Like she's this heroine and she's so strong. She didn't have a choice. Yeah. She had to work, which I applaud her for doing that. She could have left Joe high and dry in that detention camp or she she spent a lot of money trying to fight for him but I don't know I just her she's definitely different from in the beginning seasons and this whole thing with Louie and her saying somebody's trying to pop my love bubble when you were literally trying to do that to someone last year yeah she's so hypocritical it's insane yeah and I think that's the issue for me she won't own it though just say right you did it it was funny Margaret was on a, a the two T's in a pod. Do not ask me why I listen to Tamara and Teddy. Partly is to get Patreon content, but um, I can, I let people know you can go over there and listen, but uh, Margaret was on there and Margaret had tweeted. Somebody tweeted about Teddy, like she needed a personality and Margaret like either responded or quote tweeted and was like, yeah, maybe she could get her dad's personality or something. So Teddy brought it up and Margaret started laughing and was like, yeah, I said it. So it was like, at least own your stuff. Right. Exactly. 
So yeah. Oh no. I love Jersey. Well, wait, did Me I just too. say that? So well, that popped out by accident. That must have been because I didn't even mean to say I love Jersey. I'm liking <laughs> Jersey right now. My home she's state. She's liking. She's not. Li- I like like. Jersey. I, I like like Jersey. <laughs> Stop, Ron. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, Taria. Well, this, I want to be cautious of your time. She's booked everybody. So she's got another podcast to hop on to, but will you let the listeners know where they can follow, find, listen, all those things? Yes. First of all, thank you again for reaching out. I love talking to you. It's not like I don't talk to you every day, but I love talking to you. This is still different. I get to see your beautiful face. Um, You guys can find me on Instagram at Wego. W-E-I-G-O podcast. Same on Twitter. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash what else is going on. I'm pretty sure it's that okay. and not legal. What else is going on? Podcast. I am um, really having fun with Instagram. I'm trying to post different things. Um, people got real upset with me and my opinions about Chris Rock. I don't care. I checked my follow unfollow randomly. It was like 89 unfollowers. Bye. I, I don't care. I mean, because at that point I can't have my account to please, but I'm very much open to DM. So if you don't agree with me, as long as we can be respectful, please slide into a DM and tell me your thoughts and what you're thinking. We just need to keep it respectful. That's all. Period. Per per it. I feel <laughs> when I get braids, I feel like I'm a <laughs> I feel like I need to talk like see, I can't even do it good. My daughter can do it. And Corey hates when I go, yes, but I don't think we say that anymore. <laughs> Excellent. Well, on that wonderful note, you can follow me at Kix Hamlet. That's spelled C-I-X. That's my personal account. You can follow Dumpster Dive at Dumpster Dive Pod on Instagram and two Dumpster Divas on Twitter. Um, I don't even have the Twitter password. Tom runs that. So <laughs> um, <laughs> Tom will be back next week and we'll answer some of your Ask Me Anything questions. I was going to ask Taria some of those before, um, but we are running out of time here. And say bye to the listeners, Taria. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.